0: Welcome to Mortification of Spin, a casual conversation about things that count with Carl Truman, Todd Pruitt, and Amy Byrd. Mortification of Spin is a weekly podcast from the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. Homeschool, public school, private school, what's the right option for Christians? It's not an easy question to answer, but the Spin team takes a crack at it just for you. Keep listening after the conversation to find out how to enter a drawing for an MP3 set from the Alliance.
1: Welcome to Modification of Spin. Uh, You'll have to bear with us for a moment because we're just arriving outside of school. Uh, We've been taking a trip on one of the the big yellow buses. Amy and I, of course, are at the back of the bus with all the cool kids singing along. Nobody was willing to sit with Todd, so he's been up front with the teacher, uh, sitting there, uh, as, as one can imagine. I mean, you have to feel a certain amount of, of sorrow for those who are more socially challenged, should we say, uh, than the rest of us. But we've been uh, on the school bus today. We wanted to talk to the kids about education, and we want to have uh, a discussion today about educational choices for Christian parents. Does the church have a role? Uh, what sort of role should the church have Um, are there certain choices that are wiser or better for children and parents than others? So I want to throw it open to uh, my two colleagues at this point as Todd uh, wanders towards the back of the bus (laughs) to, to join us. Todd, you got three kids. Presume you had them educated in some way. Uh, We,
2: sure. Yeah, we, we did have them. Educated, I, I I will say that sitting in the front of the bus is very nice because you can have a mature conversation with the bus driver, and uh, just like uh,
1: you have mature uh, conversations,
3: absolutely,
2: yeah. you know, like the lunch lady, me and the lunch lady are I, best I, friends as well. I wondered
1: why the bus driver was crying.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, obviously, we all know that uh, for Christians, there's only one option for educating uh, your children, correct? What's that? Uh, well, it's just homeschooling, and that's it. Oh, okay, um, all. Other options are government conspiracies spearheaded by the Illuminati, enforced by the Knights Templar, in order to destroy the family okay. I think the discussion's over at this point
1: Yeah, I think the, the government office for that is an Area area 51 It is, is in it in is, New it New is. you laugh, but yes. I have strong suspicions <laughs> Yeah, I'm that told your Facebook page is a very interesting read
2: In terms of uh, right-wing crazy conspiracy <laughs> sites World uh, Nut Daily, yeah, yes, absolutely <laughs> Alex Jones is my uh, Walter Cronkite <laughs> So, um, well, but uh, obviously I'm jesting Because I actually don't believe there's only one option yes. For Christian parents However, we've got brothers and sisters that have a a, a strong – uh, leaning in that direction, that would uh, that would rebuke you if yep. if your children. Even in some cases, they would they would rebuke you if your children were even in a, in a Christian school. Yep. Well, um, we know they're wrong, so do we, do exactly. we have to engage them? Or uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, I think I mean this is obviously a very very tender subject. Uh, you'll meet people who are offended by the idea of Christian school because they believe that you're uh, underserving your children and that they should be out in a public school in order to be a part of the Great Commission. So I've had that. I've known of youth pastors that have shamed kids that are homeschooled or in Christian school because they're not engaging in the Great Commission. Uh, that's a problem. Um, we also, I think the three of us, although we might nuance some of our positions a little differently, and I hope, I hope that we can get into a very personal disagreement here in just a minute, but, but we, we also know of those who would say that, that you're failing as a Christian parent if you're not homeschooling your kids, and they would seek to bind your conscience uh, in that way. Uh, so this is a very tender discussion in churches. It can be very divisive. I think probably all three of us have seen it become a divisive issue, um, in our churches. And so we'll probably want to get into some of, maybe some of the pastoral implications and some of the relational implications. How do we navigate when somebody tells you you're in sin? Uh, If your kids aren't uh, being homeschooled and uh, uh, some of those other types of arguments, how how would you deal with a a youth pastor or somebody in your uh, uh, church that says, um, you know, you're wrong and you're isolating your child Mm -hmm. for homeschooling them? They ought to be participating in the Great Commission by being in the public school. How would you respond to that? Because in both cases, we have somebody seeking to bind the conscience, right? So should the church... Run a
1: military academy, training women to patriotically serve their country. Are talk. you suggesting mm-hmm. that there are some churches that
2: don't do this? <laughs> I mean, we do. We do uh, rappelling down the side of our building. We've awesome. already stockpiled arms. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you, you know, pull ups? Make sure these <laughs> women well, get their three
0: pull ups. Absolutely, in absolutely. For they, we've got turn to protect our in. women. <laughs> yeah.
1: Amy, what's your perspective? Because, of course, your husband, Matt, is actually a public school teacher. Yes, my
3: husband is a fifth-grade teacher in the public school. He has been for 21 years. Member
2: of the Illuminati, <laughs> but we won't get into that.
3: And I I know there are a lot of challenges in the public school system, and I don't think that with any of the options that we have before us that we should go in with some sort of pride that we have made the right decision completely um, I know we take it year by year. Our children are in public school right now. We have a, a great public school system where we live. However, I've had plenty of conflicts where we know that no matter which option you take, it's the parents who are have the ultimate responsibility for the education of their mm-hmm. children. So, just because our children are in public school, that doesn't mean that you know my son's fourth grade teacher is the ultimate educator of our of our son. Mm-hmm. And so I would agree with homeschoolers in that sense. Mm-hmm. But also I think we need to make our choices in humility. So whether you've decided to homeschool, whether you're going the private school, the Christian school, or the public school, I think we need to make that choice with a lot of humility.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I also think we need to keep, dare I say it, education in perspective.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the striking things that uh, – Katrina and I found when we first moved to the States 14 years ago now we'd visit churches is the the big question that people would ask us after the service after they asked us our names was where we sent our kids to school how we educated our children
3: right. it's like a primary issue
1: yeah and it struck me as interesting nobody ever asked me uh, you know, what's your view of the Trinity? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever asked me if I held to penal substitution. Nobody ever asked me what well, I thought of the Chalcedonian definition mm-hmm. of, of the incarnation. I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things that the church has actually found it important to define over the years mm-hmm. didn't seem to be part of the priorities when we were being Talk to afterwards. Now, you might say, well, yeah, but a bit weird for somebody to come up and say to you, what's your view of the Chalcedonian <laughs> definition? Well, I'd say, yeah, but it was also weird for us coming from Britain to have somebody come up and ask where we're educating our right. kids because, hmm. frankly, we didn't think it was any of their business. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it struck me as interesting that, we've, that an awful lot of ink has been spilled over education in well, the last 20, years. People get very angry years. over this people issue. People get very angry over the issue. A lot of passion is generated over it. And that's not to say that it isn't worth generating passion over. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole lot of other stuff that I think is appears, at least in terms of, of uh, emphasis, to be downplayed by, by many Christians. Right. That's actually things upon which the church has found it necessary to opine. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm making an observation there more than proposing a, conclu- uh, a solution or a conclusion, but just saying you know, it's interesting to me that education has become something of a fixation in some Christian quarters. In a way that there's a whole heap of other stuff that we should also be fixated on, Mm -hmm, if I mm can put it that way. Yeah. I think a lot of
2: it has to do with, as far as the decision to uh, whether or not to have your your child in a public school, a lot of it has to do with where you live. Um, I know some people might think that I'm naive at this point, but I'm convinced I'm not. There are public school systems out there that are better than others. Mm -hmm. And so we've had our children at various times in Christian school. And we've had them in public school. We have a daughter who's already graduated, but we have two sons in high school, and they're in a public school where we live. And I knew that it was a decent choice when I found out uh, recently from my youngest son, who's a freshman, that he has a teacher that's a huge Ronald Reagan fan. And I knew then that we were in the right place. I knew then. Um, he's even heard about Margaret Thatcher. He's, 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 he's been – the teacher has read a speech by Margaret Thatcher to the school. So I knew then. Uh, that, that, that we were in good shape. Now, I jest a little bit. But the fact is, we can all think of areas in the country, and particular school systems, where it would probably be a horrific place Absolutely. for a place yes. our yeah. child. Where, yeah. where th- either things like violence or, on the other end, aggressive homosexualist agenda, which we know is creeping into a lot of school systems in the country, mm-hmm. um, where th- at that point then, a-, a parent has a very serious choice before them. Um, let, let me ask both of you this. How would you respond to someone who said to you, all three of us here have had our kids in public school. So how would you respond um, if, to someone who said to you, you are shirking your responsibility as a parent by turning your, ed, your child's education over to the state? I'm not turning
3: my kids' education over to the state. I'm primarily, and my husband are primarily, responsible for my child's education. But,
2: but they would say to you, uh, the state has your kids for seven to eight hours a day. So in a practical sense, absolutely you've done that.
1: I would say I'm handing my children over for that period of time to people who are more competent to teach those academic subjects than mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. By the time my kids left the public school system at age 17, they were able to read novels in German. I can't read German like that. Yeah. They were able to uh, do mathematical computations, the like, of which I never saw. And I went to a fairly elite mm-hmm. public school back in the United Kingdom 30 years ago, and I went on to the University of Cambridge. I did well. Right. And I would say my boys – uh, had an education the equal of the one i had mm-hmm. in the school area in which we live which right. is a, it's not a particularly wealthy area it's a, it's a, i would say a an upper level blue collar sure. worker area by and large we live we live in yep. outside of philadelphia but it's a, it's a, a an area where parents have well, place a high premium, as so often people moving out of the working mm-hmm. classes do place a high premium on education. Right. So – and I would also agree with Amy. I mean, I had this pushback from people before. say, so, you know, well, 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 who teaches your kids about the Bible? I do. Right. And the church does. Right. Yeah. And frankly, I, ch- I trust the church to teach mm-hmm. my kids about the Bible mm-hmm. more than I even would a Christian school. Right. Because the church has a proper yeah. biblical hierarchy and yeah. accountability and, and promises I don't attached want, to it. I agree.
3: I don't want my children to learn um, – religion in school or christianity anyway Uh in the school and i don't want them to learn math in the church you know i don't expect the pastor Mm -hmm. to be able to um teach my children math
2: sure okay so what would and, and again i'm i'm questioning you as a friend on this issue because my sons are in public school so but but let me ask you this what would you say to those who say I want my kids in an educational environment where the presupposition mm-hmm. is that God is rather than God mm-hmm. is not because that will impact how they learn history. I how think they learn that that sciences.
3: is a valid reason why some people choose to homeschool mm-hmm. or to take their children right. to Christian school. And I understand that. Right. And so that's why I say we make our choices in humility. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. However, Matt and I kind of look at it as, you know, we're teaching that in the home. Right. And we have these conversations with the kids all the time because they've had, you know, plenty of Christian teachers and they've had plenty of teachers who are not Christians. And um, we feel like we are preparing them for the world because we don't just live in a Christian bubble and they're not, Mm -hmm. when they go, if they go to college, they may or may not be going to a Christian college. And even there are plenty of Christian colleges where they're you need discernment oh, absolutely. wherever you go. Yeah. So I, we I feel like we are coaching colleges. our children yeah. right now okay. before they are sent out into the world right. and whatever jobs that they or yeah. career track they take. Or um, yeah, it, so there's yeah. a coaching element yeah. that we really think is important. I'm,
2: I'm glad you raised the Christian college issue because one of the things that I have routinely told parents is that very often for the spiritual health of their child, very often. It's a better idea to send your kid to a secular university than a Christian university, because more often than not, that Christian university is going to be very often left-leaning in their theology. It's far better to send your kid to a state university than a moderate to liberal Christian university.
1: Yeah, I I would much rather spend my money on... Honest secularism Mm -hmm. Than dishonest secularism Pretending to be Christianity And I think when you look at Some of the very high profile Christian colleges In this country And you see some of the things That are going on there And some of the things That are being said By the professors there Frankly It's not much different To what You know My kids went to Well one went to University of Pennsylvania One's at Georgetown It's not much different to what my kids hear at Penn and Georgetown, but Mm -hmm. the difference is they expect to hear it at Penn and Georgetown. It's not (laughs) coming glossed in some sort of this is orthodox Christianity way. It's, you know, I'm a criminal. Here I I am. Look at me. It's not, hey, I'm a Christian, but actually I'm picking your pocket Mm -hmm. and pretending to give you Christianity when I'm giving you secularism. A colleague's wife at Westminster once commented uh, in my presence that she would moved her kids from – Christian school to uh, public school because, and I remember this comment. she just found it ultimately easier to explain non-Christian hypocrisy <laughs> than Christian that's hypocrisy. That's exactly how I feel now, about that. That's, not a, that. that's not an indictment of every Christian no, school because or there's every some Christian really teacher out there. But it is to point to the fact that, you know, Christian school, often the Christianity in Christian schools is not as great as it tells the parents in the brochure. You've got to be discerning. Absolutely. I happen to live in an area where there's a good Christian school. One of my elders teaches at a Christian mm-hmm. school just down the road. It's a good Christian school. But parents need to, to do their homework on yeah. Christian schools. Sure. You
3: need to look into the qualifications of the teachers yeah. and their education. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing with homeschool. There are some parents who are really fabulous yep. homeschool mm-hmm. parents. And um, there are co-ops now that yep. make that a little easier where they can actually organize and, and gather together with other homeschoolers. However, you know… If you're not equipped to do that, like my husband gets so many homeschool kids put into the system who are years behind because these parents thought it was the best moral decision, Mm -hmm. but they weren't equipped to teach their children for whatever reasons. And so um, this child is now at such a disadvantage Mm -hmm. coming in, not being exposed to that kind of social system, nor having the proper education level. And so then who were they placed with? Right. They're placed with the, the lower kids.
2: Exactly. And, I, and I've seen both, just as you said. I've seen kids whose parents were clearly not gifted or skilled mm. in educating, and it hurt the kids. And then I've seen, my, my my sister-in-law happens to be very gifted in this area, and she educated their kids at home and did a fabulous job. Mm-hmm. But because she's equipped – a lot equipped, of people do a really, really formally, good job. She's yeah. formally yeah. equipped mm-hmm. to do that. And so – Naturally, she did a great yeah. job. Okay, so uh, let me turn the tables on you for a minute.
1: I think you've been turning the tables on well, for the <laughs> last 20 minutes. What's <laughs> well, well, oh, no you'll yeah. notice. Let's turn <laughs> them again, because
2: then they're against you, I think. Well, I was, was going to say, if, if you'll notice, <laughs> I've positioned myself to be asking the questions uh, rather than answering noticed. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, That's uh, how, the, how you
3: got sent to the front of the bus uh, the first
2: time, <laughs> I think. So, but let me ask you this. Now, imagine yourself as as either being homeschoolers or having your kids in Christian school, and you have somebody come to you on the opposite end of this thing and saying, you are sheltering your kid unnecessarily. They need to be out there as witnesses in the public school what you're doing is wrong. How would you respond to that person?
1: I would say thank you for your opinion, but my, the education of my children is ultimately my responsibility under God. I will have to answer for it at the okay. end of time. Uh, I will certainly take your arguments into account, but I will come to my own mm-hmm. decision on this. And one of the things I think we need to avoid, which is rife in this discussion, is so much of the discussion is anecdotal. Mm. Mm. Uh, The things that – when I was writing for Ref21, the things that always got me the most hate mail was if ever I had a little poke at homeschooling. If ever – by poke, I mean if ever I implied that homeschooling shouldn't be the absolute norm for everyone, everywhere every time and every place, I would get ferocious Mm -hmm. emails. And they were always full of anecdotal, you know, I know a boy went to the public school and they put a, you know, silicon chip in the back of his head and Mm -hmm. brainwashed him and he (laughs) became a a zombie. It was those sort of, you know, I I kid you not, it was that was of. So you're suggesting
2: that doesn't happen every day? I I don't think it happens everywhere. You are so
1: naive. (laughs) I put chips in my own kids' heads that way, you know. But I think we can end up with, you know, people who oppose homeschooling say, well, all homeschool kids end up. Socially awkward All Christian school kids end up Incapable of handling people who are different to themselves Mm. All public school kids end up Brainwashed by the government Mm. Now there are probably Anecdotal examples that are true That you could pull from all three of those But the bottom line is That's not an argument For or against any particular Mode of education because Kids are kids, there are a certain proportion Of kids who are weird and wherever you put them They're going to end up weird
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So
1: the argument, <laughs> I, I think... I wonder if you
3: know it if your own kids are weird. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would. My kids are just <laughs> like me, so I think they're totally normal. <laughs> but I think the, you know, the argument needs to be done principially, <clears throat> respectfully. And I also think it needs to be done in a way that uh, that acknowledges Christian liberty of conscience. Mm-hmm. You see, again, right. to bring it back to the the, the the very practical, ecclesiastical question, are you going to discipline somebody on the That's basis right. of an educational decision for their mm-hmm. kids? Now, Some I could imagine a situation where... A child is so struggling in whatever educational decision a parent has made for them that the elders out of pastoral duty might draw the person aside and say, you know, the child might be better out of the school where they're being bullied and being educated at home. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the child would really benefit from being in in a Christian school rather than being homeschooled because they need to make some friends. Mm -hmm. I could see a a situation where a, a session might give strong, pious advice I find it hard to imagine a situation where at Cornerstone we would discipline somebody on the basis mm-hmm. of an educational choice. And I
3: think that it's really um, wonderful for the church to have a mix of kids from yeah. the different types yeah. of education. I know I love having my children in with homeschool kids and private school kids, and they and they talk about that kind of thing with their difference and stuff, and they they're good friends. Mm-hmm. And you know sometimes. Um, my daughters will get mad at me with like cell phone stuff. Like I don't let them have a Snapchat and they just think it's horrible of me. Mom, the homeschool kids have a Snapchat. I can't believe you know we go to public school. Even
2: the good kids. You, have
3: yeah, us. you don't let yeah. us do so.
1: You sound like a horrible mother. I'm, I'm horrible. My, my heart's breaking horrible. for your daughters I know. at this point.
3: So I mean, I think it's really great for them to be exposed and have friendships like that in the church to the with the different forms, yeah. and then as parents, I love talking to the parents who homeschool and the parents who private school, and um, I'm sharpened. Mm-hmm. I'm sharpened. My children are sharpened, and I hope. Same with them. Yeah. So I think it's really healthy for a church to yeah. have a mix like yeah, that.
2: Absolutely. And, and I, think, I think, Carl, the distinction you make is very helpful. Uh, I would agree. We do not have enough in Scripture uh, for, for us to bind the conscience of people. on. You know, We don't have enough in Scripture to say, how dare you pull your kids out of the world where they need to be salt and light and, and, and homeschooling them. We don't have enough from Scripture to say, how dare you put your kid in public school and not homeschool them when it's so clearly biblical. We just can't do that. And I would admonish any pastor out there who is shaming uh, people in their church over this issue, that uh, they're on dangerous ground for seeking to bind the conscience on something that Scripture does not give them authority yeah. to do.
1: Yeah, and I mean, when do you stop binding their conscience? Right. Is it at 18? Is it at right. 19? I mean, is what, it about 20, 22? Choose, 22? what about right. the college they choose? What about the college they choose? Not yeah. To- yeah.
3: Because, I mean, there's lots of people who strongly believe that they shouldn't send their children to um, higher education in that way. Well,
2: and, and, you know, you've got groups that – particularly with their daughters. Right. um, Stay-at-home daughters. It's wrong for a woman to have a vocation. So if you Mm -hmm. send them to to university for anything other than maybe learn how to play the cello, Mm -hmm. then – You're sinning. And then they're out from under the authority of the father. And
3: And there are those also who
1: feel so strongly. Speaking as a father who kept his daughter at home for as long as (laughs) (laughs) possible. She's still locked up. (laughs) Yeah. And she's Um. trained to do what? (laughs) Uh, Play the cello. No. (laughs) (laughs) She's joining the military, she was telling me. Oh, sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's armed and dangerous. Yeah. Right. No, No, you're armed. Her dad is. Her dad is. But there
3: are those who believe (laughs) so. So much that it's their, you know, they should be the only educators of their children. They will not allow their children to go to a Sunday, Sunday school, school class. class right. um, I've seen it where they won't even let the grandparents hold their baby during worship right. service because that is all their responsibility. Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm a little yeah. That place about you get, that. yeah,
2: at that at that point you get into some strange, strange. So, so there's this, um, stuff.
3: there's this fear that mm-hmm. there's you know no one is trustworthy to. Right. To share any of their knowledge with your child, right,
2: right, yeah, and that that's that that's that's problematic. And so, I think where we where we certainly agree is that uh, uh, elders and pastors need to be humble on this. They need to know the limits of what Scripture uh, gives them as far as admonition. Um, I think I, I think we would agree that depending on where you live, elders might have. Wisdom to share. Yeah. To say, okay. respectfully you know what? share. I A- absolutely. Think. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're asking me as your elder, I think I would choose this direction because of this and this. But but certainly, we do not have biblical warrant, we believe, uh, to bind the conscience of men and women
3: or in our on this issue. You know? Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
1: Westminster Confession
2: 20.2 God alone is Lord of the
1: conscience. Mm. And I think there is something we all like to control other people. Right. That's part of. Fallen human nature, and this can become a, a stick to beat people with. And, and dare I say it, going back to my earlier comment about that question: you know, where do you educate your children? It can be a form of Phariseeism as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. they're educating their children in the public school or in the Christian school or homeschooling, and it allows me to feel superior. Yeah, right. I think when I, think I can God. be neglecting the
2: greater things of the law, I can exactly. can be mm-hmm. neglecting I th- the I greater God things that of I am faith. not like this. Yeah, yeah. that's why we need to person. make yeah.
3: that choice in, in mm-hmm. humility. I yeah. really yeah. believe that.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, well, it's it's been great uh, having this talk with you. Uh, I I would recommend the front of the bus. Uh, yeah, get back up there. We want to hang that, out. That with our our cool kids. Front of the bus is where is yeah. where You're the nice kids style. are. That's
1: where the teacher is, Todd. That's not that wasn't <laughs> the nice kid. That's, he may be younger than you, but he's still a teacher. I have a
2: feeling. I have a feeling the other kids respect me because of my friendship with the teachers. I just have this sense. Uh, that, they, uh, that they respect me You for define that.
3: respect as won't sit next to you at lunch
2: <laughs> Well I, I, I see that as As they fear me okay. um, it, It's a fearful sort of uh, respect And you know you may, you may laugh But you know by the time I got to the end of 8th grade The lunch lady was one of my best friends I believe yeah. that
1: Tom yeah, uh-huh. That's entirely,
2: that. Plausible. <laughs> entirely plausible <laughs> Well thank you for joining us <clears throat> For this edition of Mortification of Spin We hope that we've angered some of you soothed others and confused as many as possible. Please uh, visit our website, mortificationofspin.org, and we'll talk to you next time.
0: We don't need no thought's control. No dark sarcasm
1: in the crossroads.
0: Thanks for listening to Mortification of Spin, a podcast of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals, a coalition of pastors, scholars, and churchmen that exists to foster a Reformed awakening in today's church. If you want to go more in-depth on today's topic, head over to mortificationofspin.org and enter the drawing for James Boyce's MP3 set entitled Christian Liberty. And be sure to catch next week's episode when the hosts share some of their favorite books for kids. We thought it'd be kind of fun
2: to spend a few moments with you today talking about really good books for children or for parents to read to or with their children, books that help explain basic doctrinal issues, books that help them understand the whole storyline of Scripture. There's some really good stuff out there, accessible resources for catechism for young children. There's some great stuff.
0: Don't forget to visit mortificationofspin.org. To enter the drawing and hear more from Carl, Amy, and Tom.
1: We got to have the Pink Floyd. We don't need no education. We don't make, yeah. make, make need a no play, make education. a plea for Floyd on Okay. <clears throat> Which so. I try to remember. My dad, mum, and dad say, "You, God, that's dreadful." I was trying to say, "Look, it's a double negative." What they're actually saying is, no, "We need more education." But I said, "No, no, no. I don't think they have that good a grasp on English grammar." That? It's a double <laughs> negative. No. I
2: would have never thought oh, that way. We as don't a kid. need no education. We need more education. <laughs> <than that. laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> I still think that Fredo, Oh man! it wasn't the way I wanted it. Yeah. That was so it's the way sad. Dad wanted
2: well, it. It wasn't the way I wanted it! I'm smart! <laughs> not like people say, like, dumb. No, I'm smart! <laughs> I want respect! <laughs> You're nothing to me. You. You're not
0: a brother. Yeah. You're not <laughs> a friend. I hope we've got all this. This would be a great take. <laughs>